Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hey everyone, it's August 14th, 112 days until Christmas. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at the church. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast. Before we jump into what we're talking about today, I want to remind everyone of our church verse, Isaiah 33, 6. The Lord will be the sure foundation for your times, a rich store of salvation and wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is the key to this treasure. If you remember when we talked about the church verse, you know, Eric spoke about this. He he goes away with with all of our elders and they pray over and talk over the, the direct, you know, the direction our church is heading, and they select a verse for that year to help ground us, to help anchor us. You know, it's been a bit since I have talked about the the church verse. I encourage you, learn this verse, Isaiah 33, 6. You can go onto the website, marinerschurch.org slash churchverse, and you can get a bunch of graphics and stuff to remind you, put a, a deal on your phone. Check out the church verse. You're not going to want to miss this. I want to get back on track. We're talking Gospel Everyday Podcast, Knowing God Through the Year, August 14th. And I want to talk a little bit about Christmas. It's coming up 112 days away. As I was reading um, this today, I was thinking through, um, you know, what what kind of anchors this? What helps kind of really connect this? And you know, for you know, just in case you have you know young kids in the car, um, you know, I don't I don't want them to freak out. I don't want you know because they might be. Good. But Santa Claus is a friend of mine. Okay, this is this is a guy that I I text. Uh, I have met with him. Uh, my kids know this. I, I've ta- told them about my meetings with Santa. And so, you know, I just want everyone to be on the same page here. That this is a, this is a thing that if a friendship or relationship I take serious, I'm trying to get him to do rooted up at the North Pole. We'll we'll see how that all goes. You know, when we think of Santa Claus, we think of a very you know a very simple structure that he is working hard making toys, and he's looking through the list of people and kind of making judgments of who's naughty and who's nice. And then you know we kind of find the the result of that judgment um, come Christmas time. You know, there's coal in the stocking, or you know there's there's toys. You know this is a pretty simple principle. You know, there was a culture that actually introduced, you know, someone counter to Santa Claus. People didn't understand the goodness of Santa Claus as it was it was being explained. So they actually introduced a different figure. Um, now, this is a mythical figure, so kids don't freak out at this, but his name was Krampus. Now, keep in mind, this is this is an interesting personal point. I, I grew up Jewish. Not a lot of people know that. I grew up Jewish. Uh, I, I've been to Israel um, my birth mother's Jewish. My, I mean, I just, I grew up Jewish and, uh, I was adopted and my adopted parents were also Jewish. So I went to temple till I was like eight years old till my parents got divorced. And, and then me and my mom really didn't go anywhere. And it was a friend of hers that was part of a woman's group that said that basically evangelized, you know, shared her faith and said, come to my church, check it out. And that put me and my family on a completely different trajectory. So side note, Sharing your faith with people, inviting them to church. That's a good thing. We should do more of that. So you know, she invited us to church. We started going, changed everything. And then we started celebrating Christmas. And, and I don't know what it is. Uh, the, the Christmas, you know, gene just isn't ripe with me. Like, I, I don't get, like, overly stoked to decorate. I don't go, you know, over the top on lights. Um, you know, if we didn't do a tree, and there were years me and my mom were just like, oh, let's not do a tree this year. And we we're like, yeah, okay, whatever, no big deal. Um, it, it's just not a thing. Now, even now having kids, I push myself. I actually have a friend who I'm not going to name drop them, but they're, it's a, a Mariner's, uh, a Mariner's family. And she used to joke with me 
And she used to call me Krampus, actually. Uh, and she used to, and I used to joke that this was my favorite character of all time because he was, he was uh, the, the, the opposite of the Christmas spirit. He's kind of a negative guy, kind of like uh, the Grinch. And we would joke about this. And every Christmas, I feel like I'm sending her photos as we're getting everything ready for my kids. And little by little, the joy is, is seeping in. So here's the deal. Here's where I'm going with this. This guy Krampus was introduced and he was the, the figure that would actually torment and punish the little boys and girls who did not listen. There's actually a very famous painting of, of, of Santa, you know, walking out the door and the kids were happy playing with toys. And then the, the naughty kids were under the table cowering because Krampus was in the doorway about to come in and, and, and give them a very hard time. And we look at that and, you know, kids, I mean, if any kids are listening, that, that, you know, Krampus is not, is not real. So you don't have to worry about that. But in the story that was shared in this culture, like that was the story that, that they went with. And what is, is wild to me, which is wild to me, is that we would look at that story and say, well, that's totally, that's bananas, right? Like with the, we wouldn't, we would hate to teach our kids that we wouldn't want to believe in that, that, but yet, hold on a second here. When it comes to faith, sometimes it actually is very much like that. See, there's this topic that's covered this week of, and it pertains to God's judgment, particularly the final judgment. And that puts people on edge. It puts people on edge. Some people, they find joy in knowing that there is a, a final judgment. And you know, they've been living their life. They've been following Jesus. And to them, it's like, okay, there's going to be a final judgment. Bring it on. I'm a follower of Jesus. I, I, I'm part of a group. I'm, I've been serving. I'm, I've been doing everything. Like I, I live the rhythms. It's not a checklist, but I live the rhythms of my life to, to bring glory to God. So final judgment doesn't freak me out. Some people though, okay, some people, they're frightened by this. You know, in, for August 14th, it actually has the line, this is what it says, in which to frighten men into an outward form of conventional righteousness. True, it has its frightening implications for godless men. Now, you, you, listen to me on this. Because if you're someone who'd say, well, I don't really know if I buy into all this, I'm kind of, uh, but I feel like I kind of like have to fake it because if just in case this is real, just in case the judgment is coming, I don't want to be on the wrong side of it. You know, it, it ends up being like that. I remember during the, the early nineties and they probably still do like the fire and brimstone kind of teaching like, Hey, you know, if you died today, like, would you, you do want to go burn in hell forever? And, and, you know, and that's not my philosophy. That's not the philosophy of how I invite people to know Jesus, because I don't want people to be invited to know Jesus because if you don't, like there's big punishment coming that, that, that creates a fearfulness in people and they make a reaction and they, they, they produce this, this outward. And he, he talks about a conventional righteousness. They, they do what they think they need to do to fit in, man. I hope that is no one out there. I hope no one out there is looking at their own faith saying, you know, I'm kind of just doing what I feel like I need to do to stay on the nice list. Like I, I it, and, and I'm, I'm afraid of what will happen if I go to the naughty list. I'm afraid of what will happen when judgment comes. And you, for some of us, we'd say, man, it, it's not, it's not something to dwell on. It's not something to be worried about because the, the judgment of God is not to bring attention to the consequences that might be awaiting us for those who don't know Jesus or don't follow God, but it's actually meant to be a joyful thing that we follow a God of which there is a moral character to who he is. 
you might think, well, okay, expand on that. Let me explain it real quick. We know things we do are wrong because we are created in the image of God and we follow a God that has established a moral ethic around life, the, the, how valuable life is, how we treat one another. You know, how you, you treat you know, the poor and the, the example of Jesus, uh, the, how he led with a moral ethic of how he treated people throughout his entire journey of, of his three-year ministry. And we look at that and say, I, I want to be more like Jesus in his behavior and the things that he did. Okay, I, I love that. For those who'd say, well, I'm, I'm not re- I don't really know if I, I buy into that. Well, ask yourself this question. You know, why, is it, why, is it, you know, why is it wrong to steal? Why is it wrong to take something that isn't yours? Why is it why is it wrong to to take someone's life? Why is it wrong uh, to hurt someone who's weaker than you? Why is it wrong to do those things? And if the answer is well, just we've all just kind of agreed that it's wrong. Who agreed that it's wrong? Was there a vote? Did, did we all vote that it was wrong? Well, no, no. I, I mean, you any any decent person would would know. Okay, well, well, maybe you're not dealing with decent people. So so is it is it a majority rules? Uh, you do, do I need to log on somewhere? Because it actually isn't a vote. You know, we know those things are wrong because we're created in the image of God and God in his goodness established a morality a- around life. That, it's a, that, that our default approach to people and to things is that it has value and we treat it like it has value. If you're someone who says, well, I'm, I'm following God because, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I don't want to be on the naughty list. Like, I don't want to be on that list one day when judgment's happening. Well, okay, maybe you have been pushed fearfully into following Jesus because of the consequences. And you want to make sure you stay away from those consequences. Man, okay, well, hey, you're here. Let's make your faith more robust than just the fear. Let's make your faith more personal than just the consequences. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, you know, I, I've been following. Like, I, the, my heart is to be more like Jesus every day. Great. I love that. Keep doing that. Keep on that track. Invite others to join you on that track. Because the, the final judgment that is coming, that is to show and express and demonstrate the goodness of God. God is good because of that. We can, he's trustworthy because of that. We know that he establishes a, a moral ethic, a moral good for us. And, and we can see it represented in what will be a final judgment. That excites me because we follow a God that not only establishes what should be, but he's going to cling to us and give us opportunities to join him on that path. The, this the. The journey of following Jesus is not hidden from us. We can all do it. Be praying for the friend that doesn't know Jesus. Invite someone. Share your faith this week. And and let the joy of God's love for you be the thing that motivates and drives you more than anything else. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. We love you no matter where you are or how you're listening. Have a great day. See you later. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. 
If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.